Well, here I am again. This is David Wilson in Wilson's Corner. Um, a little earlier in the day. About halfway through the day. On the 24-hour clock, anyway. This is a rough day for me, you know. I, every year, it's uh, it's been a tough one since my uncle passed this is would have been his 93rd birthday and uh you know i miss the guy he was <clears throat> he was largely responsible for me as a writer and you know always encouraged me to do uh in life whatever i chose to do i you know my, he was a real genius guy, you know, graduated CCNY at the age of 19, went to George Washington High School, graduated at the age of 15, had an incredible IQ, guy was brilliant, you know, he went from CCNY, he joined the, the Army and was in the OSS, which was the forerunner of the CIA, and uh, was a, a decoder, worked in the decoding sector. Decoding communicate, you know, uh, enemy communications. I don't, I don't quite know when he served. I think it, it was, I think it was probably just prior to the Korean War. I, th- I thought he was, might be a Korean War veteran. I, I don't even know that part of it, but I do know that uh, you know, at a critical time in, in U.S. history, he was involved with dealing with communications that dealt with the. Uh, I know he was part of the. OSS team during the the Berlin airlift um, to break the Soviet block domination of the German capital after World War II. And, uh, you know, he was an English teacher for 35 years and, you know, rescued stray cats and was an atheist most of the until the very end actually he was born a Jew in upper west side of New York up in uh, Washington Heights where he met my aunt and they she fell head over heels in love with the guy and married him and they were married until she passed in 1988 she had a stroke a massive stroke and then he came, became kind of a bon vivant after he <coughs> retired. I remember one time he was, was sitting in the kitchen of the house where I actually lived in when, when I went to high school. My whole family did. We all lived together. My mom, my grandmother, my aunt, my uncle, my brother, my sister, and me. And at varying, various other times, other aunts and uncles. And in the house on 69 Stanton Street... We had started over in East Northport on uh, 433 Atlantic Street in East Northport, where we all first moved in together. And then we found this house. Actually, interesting story about that too, but I won't get into that now. Uh, in Northport, and then we so we moved over to Northport because he, he taught in the Northport uh, High School, and. Um, 
You know, I remember sitting at the kitchen table one morning and he was, <laughs> I said, how are you doing? He was having some work done on his teeth. He was trying to figure out, <clears throat> he's sitting there, he's got a whole bunch of credit cards. The guy had a perfect credit score his entire life. I, I can't even imagine how that was possible. But, and what he would do is he would kind of shuffle these different cards around so that he could get these, you know, different deals on these zero interest cards and things like that. And so he was always play, playing this. And as I said, the guy was brilliant. So that's how he maintained a perfect score. Always paid his bills. And at that time, you know, the real estate market was really overheated. Uh, I'd been heating. I mean, it was like uh, right before uh, the bubble burst on real estate there. But the, the house was probably worth about a million two, a million three at that point. That we had bought the house, or he, you know, my family, they all chipped in together and they bought this house at uh, for I think it was sixty four thousand dollars was what we paid for it nineteen. Uh, 65, maybe 64, 65. I think we moved in there in 64. So this is about, uh, I don't know, 40 years later. And he had no, you know, he, he owned the house completely. Everything was paid out. The mortgage was paid off. Um, he just had all new windows put in on a special program that New York State was offering for energy conservation. He was a really smart guy. He just knew how to do things. But he's sitting there. I said, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm trying to figure out how I can, you know, get these teeth. I want to get these implants, right? And it's going to cost me like uh, $25,000 to get them done. And blah. And I, and, and I looked at him. I said, well, why don't you just do it? And he said, well, it's just I can't afford it. I said, you can't afford it. I said, what are you talking about, man? You're a millionaire. He said, what? What are you talking about? I'm a retired teacher. I'm living, I live on a teacher's pension. I said, where are we? He said, what? I said, look around you. Where are we? He said, we're in my kitchen. I said, we're in the kitchen, right. And where is the kitchen? He said, it's in my house. I said, do you have any idea what this house is worth? And he stopped and he thought. And he said, no. You're a millionaire, I said to him. I said, go to the bank, get a reverse mortgage. He didn't have any kids. So, you know, and I mean, I, you know, I, I was never expecting anything from anybody to leave me anything. I, you know, I was making my own way and doing pretty well. And still am, you know, it's just, uh, but I remember the look on his face. It was like, what you, this house is worth a million dollars. I said, oh yeah, way over a million. He said, really? I said, yeah, go get a reverse mortgage talk to him about a reverse mortgage so he went and he got a reverse mortgage you know that guy like I said he had perfect credit he never had owed a bill he always paid his bills on time God bless him and I remember he came back he went out <laughs> he did he took tri- trips trips to Europe he you know trips to the Caribbean he went to the the islands he bought himself a Jaguar he uh, you know bought himself a truck <laughs> he was well, you know, he was finally, I said, look, enjoy the rest of your life, man. You know, I guess it was, he was probably in his, about the same age I am now when we had this conversation. And, uh, 
He just started living his life full-time, big-time, until he passed. On Veterans Day, as a matter of fact, he was a veteran. Like I said, he was in the OSS. And he died at the VA hospital in Northport, Long Island, VA hospital. And I will never forget the, the night that he passed. He came to me and he said, David, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid, I'm scared. And I put my arm around his shoulder and, you know, the way he had done when I was a kid and always comforted me after my dad left when I was 10, you know. So he was pretty much the only man in our lives you know, and he was, uh, I mean, he was a good man. He was just a good man. And, uh, you know, I, he never, I never, he never raised his voice in anger to anyone that I know of. He never, I mean, I saw him get angry once. And he was quite a physical specimen. He was an incredible athlete his entire life. Um, if he hadn't, you know, he was he was so small when he graduated high school that he didn't get a chance to play those sports, interscholastic sports like that. But he was good baseball player, tennis player. He played in college in tennis, and he always been in great shape until until these uh, these doctors performed a, what was supposed to be a non-invasive prostate exam and pierced his colon and dumped poison into his system causing a massive heart attack anyway his recovery was long his quality of life devolved rapidly but I remember sitting there with him and I said EJ you have nothing to worry about you got all kinds of people over on the other side they'll be waiting for you just like a lot of people must be sitting there in pain and suffering and fear with this whole COVID Trump virus 20 horse shit evil stuff that it is we're going to get to the bottom of this and somebody's going to pay in any event and he was shaking you know and I I don't, I'm afraid. He said, I'm, I'm afraid. That's the first time I'd ever seen him afraid. He had, you know, he faced everything with such courage and dignity. To see him in that way was, was painful for me. And I said to him, you know, EJ, there is a God and he loves you. And he's waiting for you. And he has a son who died for you and me. And I said, if you, if you accept him as your savior now, it's just the same as if you had been baptized under him from the beginning. He will love you as he always has loved you. He will forgive whatever needs to be forgiven he will show you mercy and grace. And I remember him just looking at me and saying, really? He 
you think that's true, David? Without hesitation, I said, I know that's true, EJ. I know that's true. Do you believe? And he said, yes, I do. And all of a sudden, the shaking stopped and the fear left the room. And one more time, you know, the evil one was deprived of victory. We have to stay courageous now in these times. We need each other, but more than anything else and more than ever, we need to know God. We need to believe We need to know that he has a plan that's so much greater than anything that we can imagine and that we need not fear. That fear is false evidence appearing real and it is the tool of the devil. It is what evil men use to manipulate those of good conscience and good spirit and good heart. We cannot allow that to be victorious. It will never be victorious. As long as there is one heart beating for God. One breath being drawn in the name of Jesus Christ. He can never win. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Do yourself a big favor. Find that still quiet place where you can get together with him, just one-on-one. Show your face, raise your voice, and you will be seeking and you will find. Ask and it shall be given. Speak that which is not as if it is and so shall it be. These are all his words. They are all for you and me. I miss my uncle. I miss my mom. I miss my brother. I miss my family, my aunt, my grandmother. I miss those that have gone before, so many friends, so many lovers. But one thing I will never miss, I will never miss Jesus. I will never miss God. They are always with me. They are always in me. They are always for me. And I am forever grateful and thankful that they are. God bless you all. I'm out.